0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode
1: of the Crypto Catch-Up. I'm Pat. And I'm Ted. Got uh, Ted joining us. Tommy's away. Yeah, unfortunately for the listeners, I'm back. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much the stand-in for when up having Tommy get too busy with their schedule. So you guys got me this week, and hopefully Tommy's back next week. Well, it's a good thing, because you don't want to leave me alone with my thoughts in the room. That's true. No one
0: loves that. <laughs> <No>, I don't want <laughs> <love> that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like always, bit happening this week, actually, so that we'll unpack in a minute. Been an interesting week in crypto. What's What's been your take on what's been happening, Teddy?
1: Well, I think last episode, we talked about how Bitcoin finally breached its uh, its 30K barrier, which was exciting news. I think it was the first time in almost a year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, since then, we've come down. I think we dropped below 28K. So, a bit of news around that. There was a bit of FUD surrounding whether like the US government and, and even wallets connected to mount gox uh, which was the exchange that collapsed a little while ago that they were moving mass amounts of bitcoin around and i guess people got a bit concerned with that mm. but it turned out it was actually a mistake made by arkham investments it was like their alerting system that yep. there was a bug in there so all is well on that front at least for now but we are still sitting a little bit above 28k so mm-hmm. where to from here pav uh mate It's a pretty key level.
0: Like it's psychological. Like you said, we had that 30K. I know a lot of people might sort of turn their nose at that, but I mean, these sort of round numbers do play out. We've seen historically as well. We're at the lows of June to July 2021. So that first big correction that we had, the lows that we put in there, we're kind of basically up there testing that right now. So again, just another sort of area where people might be looking to take risk off. And the biggest thing for me is the macro, which again, we always talk about it, but we've got key jobs data coming out. Uh, this week, leading up to the FOMC meeting, so the key interest rate meeting, where the U.S. will decide if they're hiking or if they're not hiking, highly unlikely that they're going to reduce the rates. But, I mean, a good outcome there, in my opinion, would be if we don't see a rate rise increase. So what sort of drives their decision making? Well, looking at key indicators like CPI, uh, it is things like data, as well as a whole bunch of other things. To just understand what's the sentiment has inflation tracking how's the economy shaping up the big call out was last week we saw the gross domestic product numbers the GDP of the US dropped by almost a percent upon their year-on-year figure so that's kind of not good so what that might be telling is you no know, it can go either way but it might be the narrative that there's too much tightening people aren't able to successfully grow their businesses under the current economic climate so there might be enough of a reason just to pause things or if not that I mean unlikely we'll see it, but some sort of stimulus i highly doubt would see any stimulus right now but what that means of bitcoin i think we're seeing it right now sharp sell-offs there's not really anyone there to propel price higher until we have some certainty on where the markets are going traditional markets are doing pretty much a similar thing based off of i guess what's happening on that macro scale so i think until we get clarity from the big cheeses at the top of the table uh we won't know what crypto is going to do till probably the end of this week so it'll be pretty timely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, righto. It's a lot there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. I just want to touch on one of those points. Yeah. For for the dummies out there like me, um, who don't really pay too much attention to the macro scene. Yeah. So, with the GDP, was that negative GDP growth or was it just a drop in the growth? Yeah, just less than what was expected. Okay. Okay. So, for anyone that doesn't know, it's considered a recession when there's two months of negative GDP, right? Correct. So, we haven't had, or two quarters, sorry. Mm. So, we haven't experienced that. We've just- Experienced less growth than the previous quarter. Yeah, and it's okay. the US specifically here as well
0: because that is the powerhouse that kind of, of course, yeah. run, runs, I guess, the on-risk assets at the moment. But yeah, totally to that point, exactly the case, right? So it's just, it, everything's just about sentiment. Like, do people want to be sitting in cash, waiting, or do they want to be actively deploying, getting into these speculative assets like crypto, like stocks, like it's all about speculating that they're going to perform better than cash rates. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting week and it's been huge as well. Just a lot of US companies have been posting out earnings as well. So we've seen likes of Amazon just come out absolutely smashing it out of the park and reporting earnings better than what was expected. And we saw the stock prices of that sort of rising was like 12% for the month almost. But, you know, all of the major alphabets as well was, was did quite well. There's some call there that well if these companies are performing you know that's been a quite a positive sentiment as to why we saw a bit of a price run potentially in recent times but now we've got like I guess the next big hurdle in my opinion yeah but look yeah I think you know again this could be me just calling it but even if it is bad like we do see an interest rate hike I still don't see us going below the December lows that's my take mm-hmm guess we'll wait and see if that we'll wait and see. out well it's just a lot of places for price to sort of
1: fall before we get down there I feel yeah right, I'm well, at this stage of course <laughs> Just a bit of news that could be followed by some volatility over the next few weeks. Mm. So Cross River Bank is, to put it simply, is basically being told to get their act together and clean up some of their practices by the FDIC, which stands for the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. I bet they're, they're loads of fun at parties. Ah, wow, mate. So many acronyms. Oh, too many. I can't keep up. Yeah. But why this is big for the crypto space is... This news essentially came within days of Circle, the issuer of USDC, and basically partnered with Cross River Bank for their banking services. And Cross River Bank also partnered with other fintechs like Visa and Coinbase as well. And so I guess you can make some comparisons because Circle a couple months ago lost their peg because they were tied up with Silicon Valley Bank, yeah, yeah. which collapsed. And so they lost their peg. So I don't think it's the same sort of situation. It's definitely not. I wouldn't be expecting USDC to depeg anytime soon. Mm. At least, hopefully, if things crossed. But it's just something to consider, given that it's going to be increasingly more difficult for these stablecoin issuers and other crypto companies to partner with banks. Mm. Yeah, and that's a good shout Geez, that seemed like it was so longer. The SVB thing. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Time flies in crypto. Hey, but it's, no. it actually wasn't that long ago. No, was it? Yeah. Top
0: movers, I mean, we have seen some erratic movers still, even though the markets have been, I guess, what you consider largely indecisive or range-bound. So just to call out the top three in the last seven days, we've got Radical, NFT platform there, uh, 57% up. Uh, IDEX, which is a decentralized exchange, uh, 45% up. And Alpha Ventures up 27%. So, I mean, some pretty cool ones.
1: We can't ignore what else has been raging in, in the we news lately. We can't ignore the frog, the frog, the frog. Pepe, the legend himself, He's shown himself is, is, I think it's up over two hundred percent in the last week. Yeah. So yep. Pepe, obviously a coin with strong fundamentals. Some <laughs> fear it to be the next Bitcoin. For anyone listening, that was a joke. Please, <laughs> please don't take that seriously. But yeah, Pepe is just a, another meme coin, essentially probably similar to the likes of Shiba Inu or, or Dogecoin, and I think it's it's trying to be the king of the the meme coins. Yep. So I don't know if it has any strong fundamentals behind it as of yet, but it's kind of just you know people love to invest in meme coins, and that's essentially why it's doing so well. To be honest, I'm surprised that the Pepe meme hasn't been turned into a meme coin until now. Yeah, well, it's gonna try and work that out. If uh, I'm pretty
0: sure there should have been something that existed in the past, but I think someone's just jumped in, done a good marketing campaign, and they've done well for themselves. They've seen an opportunity and they've jumped on it. Yeah, yeah. And now you're seeing all these spinoffs. Like I think AI Pepe has been out there. Doge Pepe. Yeah. Like, there's all these variations. Surely you're
1: due for to list a Pepe inspired meme coin. Give it time. Give it time. Give Look it time. out for Pavs shit coin. Uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely do your due diligence. Know your risk if you're
0: touching these things. They even say on their on think main page, this coin has no value. <laughs> uh, it's literally, they've, they've called it out, that it's purely just there as a community-based token. So, I mean, there's nothing really, I guess, when you break it down, it separates it from other assets that are, I guess,
1: in the meme coin category. But uh, it's just funny to see someone just call themselves out like that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, for anyone interested, SwiftX is actually listing yes. Pepe today. Yeah. When, the, uh, when the episode comes out, this will be Thursday, so a couple of days ago, but... Yeah, like if you're looking to invest or whatever, like <laughs> go on, <laughs> finish that sentence. <laughs> I, man, I don't really feel comfortable saying if you're looking to invest in Pepe, but it will be available on Swift Dex for anyone yeah. interested in viewing and monitoring its price performance. Say that. No, you're a pro, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> not as much as you, but I'm getting there. <laughs> no.
0: Another one in the top movers list that I think we talk about is Render. So, a bit of a showcase on what it is, I think it would be good on that. There's a few tokens out there that I guess you do your own research on. You might not have your own, I guess, the time to sort of start the research as well. So, you know, we thought we'd try something a little bit different and just try and do a little bit of a shout out on what the token's all about here on the podcast. So, Render Token, basically a ecosystem that enables artists to render artwork using idle computing power on a network. So, essentially, if I were able to, you know, offer my computing power up to the render network, I'd be paid Render Tokens for supplying that power to someone that needing something I guess, rendered, how fitting. Yeah, so essentially the render token is a native cryptocurrency of the network used to pay for these services, but also, like I said, incentivized to users to contribute to that computing power. So far, it's been pretty much a weekly listing in the top performers, I think, for quite some time now. And year to date, render is up a cool 500%. So, I mean, that's just been shown strength every time there's been a bounce it's been one of the top movers, so again, not financial advice or anything like that. Do your own research, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, we just thought we'd sort of break down one of the tokens that's been frequently popping up in the top movers. Why don't we do a similar
1: thing with a few others in the past? So, that's what Render's all about, in case you're wondering. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned, but early mm. Active Addresses is up three times it in the is. last week. So it, it just shows people are getting amongst it, people are using it. Always a good sign of adoption. It
0: is. It is. And that's what we call doing your research. So good good shout out. To, um, I do my research. That's great. No, that's great. Now everyone else knows how to do it too. You look at things like daily active addresses. It's a real good one. Yeah. But mate, Pepe. There's no Pepe. <laughs> but I guess in other news, we've seen some updates from Coinbase, mate. What's happening,
1: Ted? Yeah. So I think Coinbase at this stage has exhausted all its options when it comes to the SEC. I know the sec has been in a bit of a back and forth with coinbase and xrp and other big crypto companies in the us but they've taken things to court to force the sec to clarify some of its crypto regulations so go into the details last july coinbase sent the sec a petition for rulemaking which essentially is just asking the regulator to propose and adopt rules for digital asset securities okay so under the law the SEC is required to address Coinbase's petition within a reasonable amount of time. Now, we've got on nine months now. So you could consider that going past the reasonable amount of time bracket, but it also comes at the same time where the SEC has filed that nine of Coinbase's tokens are considered unregistered securities. So I think this is kind of Coinbase's response to the SEC and uh, they're going head to head. So it all comes at a time when... The SEC and the regulatory landscape in the U.S. is kind of dominating the headlines, at least in the crypto industry, that is. So, we saw last week, I think it was, Gary Gensler getting absolutely barbecued (laughs) by a member of Congress, which was, for some, great to see. I know have you're a big fan of that. It's just entertaining. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. The XRP SEC case, which has been going on for some time, we're expecting that to come to a finale in the next month. I know it keeps getting pushed back, but who knows when that'll happen. And also like SEC fine cracking $30 million for their staking feature. So it's interesting to see Coinbase kind of take the role to their own hands and, and go back at the SEC. So we'll see how that pans out. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like I'd like to see,
0: it's great to see someone standing up to them and saying they want more, I guess. Like I know that was the key thing out of the Gensler roasting was basically they quizzed him and said, do you know cryptocurrency? To which he said no. Yeah, and he's apparently had like a course on it back in the day, and
1: that's kind of like his I don't know his his expertise wrangled from back then. So yeah, I even uh, think he said Ethereum was not considered a security back in 2018 before he was involved in the SEC. Yeah, and now he's you know the chairman of the SEC or whatever his position is, and his opinions have magically changed. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Like I'm just happy
0: to eat the popcorn on the sideline and watch this all play out. I'm very cynical when it comes to, I guess, anything changing like this. I feel like it's all about, you know, these are long-term issues that will take time to play out. So, anything in the middle is, you know, just a tussle. But, look, I'd love to see it. So, (laughs) anything to get Gary sweating. Absolutely. For other news, we've seen Binance integrate ChatGPT into its education platform, which I think is a pretty cool move. Basically, I guess... Appointing a new AI driven tool called the Binance Sensei, essentially there to answer any users' questions on various topics in the Web3 space. So, when we're
1: talking adoption, people just wanting to deep dive into things themselves. Pretty cool, pretty cool, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got to take the GPT responses with a grain of salt, but we've both used it. It's oh, you, pretty w- ha- you mean you didn't use it for your taxes this year? Have a lot. I want to keep that on the download <laughs> <page>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Nah, look, look, it is what it is. Like, it's a pretty cool tool. But yeah, don't always take it as face value. Do your own research on top of it. But yeah, it's a cool little tool that Binance have added to their education platform. But if you want another education platform that's everything's sourced and and produced in Australia, go nowhere further than SwiftX Learn. Coming from the man that made it himself. So shameless plug there. That's fine. Um, We're all about being shameless here. (laughs) Had to add that in. (laughs) That's fine. I got something else that's a little bit exciting. Yep. So we've all seen the show Shark Tank, you know, the US. Had a version, I think the UK's version was called Dragon's Den. Australia had a version, which I think is getting a reboot soon. Yeah, it was called The Wombat's Warren. The Wombat's Warren, mm. wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, I wasn't aware of that name change, but <laughs> it's good to see. But essentially, crypto is getting its own Shark Tank type show called Killer Whales. So, a bit of a play on the whales. So, essentially, the judges will be called whales and people will be able to pitch their crypto projects, NFT projects to a panel of Web3 and crypto experts so-called experts Mm -hmm. and yeah and look for capital raise look for investments um so this is kind of just a fun way of kind of opening the door to to greater crypto adoption because sometimes crypto education can be a bit overwhelming you don't know where to look but this is sort of a a fun way to get into the crypto space and understand like different projects and how they work and and hear from like the experts as well not just you know people pitching them and selling them which i think has been a, a bit of an issue in the past so Look out for that one. It'll be run by Hello TV and Coin Market Cap. The judges haven't been announced yet, but Pav, I'm interested to know. Oh, in Jesus, in this situation, what would you pitch? What would I pitch?
0: Um, I mean, it's on topic. Probably the Gary Coin, the coin. coin. You can stake him and, and
1: sweat. Yeah, um, you can barbecue him. You can yeah. burn him. Uh, I honestly have no idea. It uh, sounds like a coin that would really change the world and, and <laughs> for the better, right? For the better. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. What would you do? Yeah, I put you on the spot there, didn't I? He did. Uh oh look. I don't want to give away too many secrets, but yep. probably find the next hot meme out on the town and, yep. and try and run on coattails of that one, like the Pepe coin did. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. I think that's the, the easiest way to do it. Another good beams are left. Jeez, how long have you got? It was, yeah. How long have you got? Oh, we could skip past it. We can skip past <laughs> it. <laughs> oh god. Have talked to me about an Ohio man An Ohio man has
0: stolen 21 million dollars of Bitcoin from his brother. you're kidding? No nah, not it's crazy He's gone four years of prison for doing it as well. but allegedly the the brother in question who had his crypto stolen was already being investigated by law enforcements trying to seize it from him. so probably a little bit more than what's being just stated I guess as facts as to what happened there but um yeah, essentially it was 712 bitcoin. That belonged to the person that was stolen from, which is his brother. And yeah, he's pleaded guilty to the crimes, faces court. Uh, I think it's over the uh, account of wire fraud and obstruction of justice. So it's up to a 40-year combined
1: sentence, which is not too great. Just shows you, you shouldn't be stealing crypto from your siblings. No. Or anyone for that matter. No, I was going to say. Yeah. are going to draw that line. No, I'll probably draw the line that just don't steal crypto at all. Because it may get you in some legal trouble. Yep. And um, no one likes to be stolen from. No, absolutely not. All right, so Powder Stop Stealing. Okay. <laughs> Make me.
0: <laughs> Other than that, I wanna give a quick shout out to a new feature that we've put up on the SwiftEx platform. We've got categories now for asset lists. I know it sounds pretty simple, but I mean if you're like me and you like to do all your research very quickly and very easily, you can now actually sort and filter by categories to make your own watch list so if you're liking what you're seeing in a particular space so let's say ai that was a little bit ago i've got meme now mm. uh, you can actually break in drill down into those categories and just see those assets so you can sort of do and research look at your different market caps look at the percentage change and growth of certain
1: assets so i think it's just something pretty cool i wanted to shout out that we've yeah just got yeah. up recently it's nice yeah just on going. that as well Pav, i think you mentioned yep. a couple months ago that you're into the you're watching the ai space in crypto it was yes has that category pivoted at all? Or are you looking at any other categories?
0: Yeah, it's definitely pivoting. Look, yeah, I've been tracking. So a little bit of what I look at is when we do have a dip in the market, like let's say Bitcoin, right? I look at what altcoins generally have the largest percentage up move with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And in recent times, honestly, it's been mainly the top 10. So that's kind of endearing too, because it's showing that you know, the market cap might be actually circulating to more higher cap assets as opposed to just very, very low. Cap coins which generally isn't a great sign for market health usually if a, a really small market cap altcoin bounces and the rest of the market isn't moving it's not really what i'd consider a sustained move in the market but um yeah right now i've been seeing the top 10 move it's actually been interesting following some nft and metaverse assets so i'm kind of keeping an eye on that space metaverse and gaming to see if that could be a new hot category to watch or an existing category just reignited. But other than that, not really
1: too much else to mention, uh, yeah. to be honest. Um- yeah, I would, I would probably say the same. The the metaverse gaming category, NFTs as well. Yep. We do have a few hot Australian-based tokens and Australian-based yes, projects. Do. We do, we do. Um, I'm keeping a, a pretty keen eye on, on Immutable. Yeah. Those guys are based down in Sydney. Yep. And they provide infrastructure for gaming Correct. and other NFT projects. Yep. So, essentially, like, the way I look at it is games can sometimes, you know, come and go. Mm. but if we're looking at the the category as a whole and we think it's going to perform over the long term, you've got to think what's going to be there to support these games in this whole category, and I think Immutable is in a, in a pretty good position to be able to to leverage that. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on Alluvium as well. I've been, you know, eagerly awaiting the release of that game. Yeah, so I think we're looking at later this year, but, yeah, just have a look at their Twitter, have a look at their socials and, and to keep up to date with all that.
0: Yeah, Livy's been a good one to follow. I mean, it's especially at the um, crypto convention last year they had a working demo, which I know was from speaking of people I spoke to, absolutely you know top-notch quality in terms of delivery so far. So we'll see um, how that one sort of shapes up.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just cool to see Aussie-based projects, you know, competing up there with the big dogs mm-hmm. um, internationally. So mm-hmm. yeah, get around your projects, get around the Aussie-based projects if you are Aussie or wherever you live, and yeah, do your research as always. Love to hear it.
0: But, mate, that's a wrap, I think. Anything else you want to cover? I think That's it for me, Pav. That's you. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. As always, you can always catch us on our socials at Tapping it Crypto. Let us know any questions or if there's anything that you'd like to cover in further detail or if you'd like me to speak about less of something, that's also welcomed
1: as well. I think we all, <laughs> in Greens can say we want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we've mitigated the risk of me being here by myself today, so that's fine. Just uh-huh. to let everyone know, we do bully Pav, but it's all a bit of fun and he's okay. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. yeah. Let's wrap it up. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. If you liked it, don't forget to head over to the gram and join us at Tapping Into Crypto. And before we finish up, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And the opinions on this podcast belong to individuals and are not affiliated with any companies mentioned. Any advice is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek out the help of a licensed financial advisor. We'll talk to you soon.